welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the truth about Santa's elves. The mention of elves making toys in Santa's workshop at the North Pole has made me want to look into the magical beings who create beautiful things for girls and boys to receive on Christmas morning. Santa himself, a jolly old elf, is a symbol of traditional Christmas, the gift giver and the lesson bringer. Perhaps we can understand him even better by looking at his elf helpers. According to Norse mythology, the elves lived in Alfheimer, Elfland. They were attributes of the mother goddess. In fact, they were her smiths. The elves made the things she wanted to manifest in the material world, much like they make toys for Santa today. It was the elves, at the goddess's request, who made the sun, which was called Alfrodul, glory of the elves, from which we get daffodil, the beautiful yellow spring flower. And although the elves shone like the sun, they were very much of the earth, and they were known to be physically present everywhere in the landscape, continuing to help create the earth's abundance. The elves were earth spirits. There were mountain elves, wood elves, field elves, water elves, and even house elves. Our ancestors hunted on the land, fished in the waters raised animals and tilled the soil, all the while working closely with the elves. And over the millennia, customs, beliefs, and ways of doing work evolved to ensure good relationships with these powerful earth spirits. Being respectful to the earth and to the elves brought bounty, while being disrespectful brought misfortune, a lesson that we can still appreciate today. In Iceland, for example, there are laws preventing the disruption of elf dwellings and thoroughfares in the landscape. Elves exist in the folklore of peoples around the world, including Native Americans and including right here in Maine, where the Wabnaki peoples interacted with such beings as Puhigans, Nudum Kanawet, and Maskikusu. In Ireland, the elves were called fairies or the gentry. In Wales, they were called Ellutlen, or the Tilwith Teg. Cornwall had its Piskies and Brownies, and Germany had De Alban. When Christianity overspread the land, the elves became known as the Fallen Angels, because when Lucifer, the Prince of Light, rose up against God, the elves refused to choose sides. This neutrality kept them from being cast into hell, but it also kept them from entering heaven so they were doomed to haunt the wild places of the earth. That was one explanation of what happened to the elves. Another was that the elves were the first people on the land who kept the old ways in the face of later invaders and encroaching Christianity. To protect themselves, they painted themselves green, shrank in size, and went to live in the hills. Still another explanation was that the elves were the mighty dead. After all, They looked like people, and they acted like people, only they had magical powers. Many folk tales told of people stumbling upon elven feasts and recognizing dead relatives among the celebrants. The elves were merely the dead who had taken up new lives on the other side of the veil. And what lives they had, singing, dancing, and feasting perpetually in their bright, warm halls under the hills. 
With such a rich history and folklore, why is it that the elves are only acknowledged during the Christmas season? Perhaps we should look at the original character of Santa Claus, who was Odin, the Norse ruler of the gods, and who was also known as the Elf King. Odin had dethroned the mother goddess and stolen many of her attributes, including her magical capabilities and her governance of the elves. When Odin's reign eventually ended, some of his powers were incorporated into Santa Claus, the jolly old elf himself, and the elves were swept along into this new persona, who flew through the air with magical reindeer and bestowed untold abundance upon the land made, of course, by the elves. The elves may make toys at Christmas, but they are active in the landscape all year round. Want to meet them yourself? Why not hold an alphablot, an elf feast, to honor them? Clean your house, set your table with your best china, and lots of delicious but simple food and drink. Leave your door ajar so all may enter. Greet them warmly, saying, Let them come who wish to come, and let them go who wish to go, and do no harm to me or mine. Welcome, elves. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.